0: Ramble. Welcome back,
1: <laughs> basic babes, basic betches. Kaylee told me she was like, I don't know, um, what you guys are like called. She's like, you guys should make merch that say like, basic babe and basic batch. I was like, we're on it already.
0: Oh, it's coming. We're on it. Thanks for listening to Pretty Basic. Hey, Rem. Hi. Welcome back everyone. We are here. We have some updates. We have some things to react to. We
1: do. I'm tired today. Why don't you tell them what you did? Oh my god, yesterday. So I live in the Valley of Los Angeles. Um you know, it's it's not that close to much m- most of LA. Um but I took it upon myself to walk Mia and I both, Mia Sayoko. Check her on the Spotify stream Fuck your birthday. Um we went on a hike yesterday. That took us from the valley to Santa Monica, it, which is the beach. It was a 12-mile hike. Um, we did walk one way and then had Cal pick us up and take us home because there was no way that I'd be able to walk back. But well,
0: that would have been a 24-mile hike. No, I know.
1: Hike. Well, <laughs> I was really embarrassed, too, because we got there and I was like... like in a lot of pain. Yeah. Like a lot of pain. And I was already I was waddling by like mile eight, I'd say. Oh my god. Also I wore shorts. <gasps> I didn't think about the no, chin. I didn't think chaving. about the
0: chasing. Yo, I, I was not okay. Any girls with some thicker thighs. I feel you you, know, you
1: if you know you, you know. know I was not Damn, well. were you bleeding no because luckily they were like biker shorts okay so I, I just kept tugging them down yeah like, like low rise biker oh, shorts. I used
0: to get that so bad all the time like especially wet denim shorts like at a theme park oh. that was the worst and then I'd just be waddling the friction and mm-hmm. then you get all. Ri- oh my god yeah I, I, it was painful for sure
1: I was by mile like eight <laughs> I was like mile four I almost cried but I kept it in but I was like really h- struggling Dang.
0: well you know the behind the Hollywood hike one that mm-hmm. long one that's six miles it is mm-hmm. did we do that one That mm-hmm. one that's what I was gonna
1: say that's only six compared to what you did okay well that makes a lot more sense because when Mia came over she's like what's the longest hike you've done I was like I think Hollywood sign mm-hmm. but it, it it felt really long mm-hmm. but we did it in like a couple hours it took Mia and I like five hours or so to do this Dang. it was It was so funny. We ended up like walking through like a canyon and then you walk through like literally neighborhoods for like 10 out of the 12 miles. Imagine
0: coming out of your house to get a, the trash or package yes. or something and then these, two Asian girls these, just walking these by <laughs> with like these backpacks <laughs> and the, the water backpacks yes. and like the
1: camelbacks <laughs> I well I didn't know what to expect I found this trail on like a, a website that talks about LA trails or just trails all over and it said that it was moderate but I didn't know what moderate meant to like A beginner hiker like me. And I didn't know where it was gonna go. But
0: also anything moderate for over five miles is like not moderate. That's exactly
1: yes. Yes. You could be walking flat for fifty and it's still off. Yeah. I think so I wasn't sure what to expect. So I woke up, I purchased us camelback backpacks, which in case you guys don't know what those are, they're like the thin backpacks that fit onto your back that have a water like a water canteen built in, and then it has like a straw that goes over your shoulder, so you can easily drink on the go. Like people wear them to like raves and festivals and things to stay hydrated.
0: Oh, I had so, one when I was younger, and I lo- I just wore it around the too. house. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I bought mine from
1: Borders. It was purple. Oh my god, mine was blue. Cute. <laughs> I um wasn't I wasn't sure what to expect. So we um packed snacks. I brought external chargers. I was like, do I need a pocket knife? Do I need this? Do I need that? And we ended up only walking through pretty much just. Um, um, very, very well, well endowed and well endowed, <laughs> very nice neighborhoods, like literally through like mansions in Brentwood, like, which I've heard all the celebrities live there. So I kept my eyes
0: peeled. You're like, hi, Kylie. Hi, Kylie. <laughs>
1: say hey, girl. And um, this one biker dude, I guess, rode by us twice
0: and he was like, hey, see you like nice to see you again. And <laughs> like And We made buds.
1: It was wonderful. But
0: now I can't walk today. So oh, that's no. where I'm at. Um, what else is new in the world of the... Oh, have you heard of everything about Jake Paul?
1: Um, I've...
0: I saw they found a lot of guns at his house. Was it the FBI? that's ser- FBI? I... I, I really don't know too much and also there were some statements saying that they can't disclose much of like why but um yeah i that was trending on twitter yesterday like worldwide which was really interesting and apparently he was out of the state when they chose to do it and it reminded me of all the college scandal stuff too and i was like if the fbi is on this like it's something it has to be something big but also
1: they've been like like what I've learned from any of those documentaries about the FBI Mm -hmm. is that they have been investigating that for a long time and just needed, like, they They were waiting for the right So I was like, oh, he
0: happened to be out of town. Like, that feels too, like. Oh, he was out of town? Coincidental. Oh,
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, and
0: then apparently it was also linked to, allegedly it was linked to the looting he was doing in Scottsdale. Somehow that's tied into it, so I'm not really too sure, but that's kind of been going down. I want to watch Phil DeFranco's, Video Ooh, to because watch he after. is the one person I trust the most when it comes to anything news. He's so trustworthy. Shout out Phil DeFranco, love him, um, and he's funny, which is great. But yeah, I feel like that was an interesting one. I I don't know if I'm allowed to say this because I don't want to get in trouble,
1: but I think Jay paul Jake Paul might be a drug lord. Oh. <laughs> that's what I picked up from. Like, the, did you see all those giant Allegedly, rifles and things? Yes, it. no, very <laughs> legend. Hopefully, I'm wrong, but it just seems very like I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm assuming is happening. Also, um, did you see that Brent Rivera? There's like two kids in Brent Rivera's group that are also getting arrested. What? Yeah, for um, I get I, they're those twins, the the Stokes twins, I think. Oh, their names I'm not are. familiar with them. Um, they, I guess, uh, towards the end of last Allegedly. year. <laughs> no, they are. It oh, was yeah. Oh, it was confirmed. Yeah, okay. it was on like CNN or something. They um. Something happened where they they did some videos at the end of last year. Um they they do prank videos. Oh no. And so they filled up duffel bags with cash. I don't know if it was real or not, like money, but and then they um were pretending like they had robbed someone <gasps> or like robbed a bank, robbed a oh, bank. Oh my god. And then they called an Uber. <gasps> and they were trying to get into the Uber. So the Uber like freaked out obviously and like wouldn't take them. The police were called. Um, and then the police thought the Uber driver were in, was involved, so they were like, you know, trying to oh my deal God, with him. Uber driver. I know. Um, and then the the policemen let those guys go with just like a warning like stop doing this. Yeah. I believe it happened again for like a prank. Oh, no. So now they're getting arrested, and they could face up to four years in prison if they are
0: convicted. Oh my gosh. I hate YouTube prank videos. Oh my Make God. them stop. Well, they were were such a big thing and the problem is is they definitely get views the other big problem is ninety nine point nine 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 percent of them are all staged like most of them are actors most of them are that kind of stuff but I feel like it sucks because there's a lot of people who do pranks I'm sure the, the right way where they're fine and stuff but then all it issues. does is it causes stress <laughs> issues and think of all the people watching it thinking what they're actually doing is real and then they do it to strangers and that's not okay another like ooh basic um, biz moment I had no idea how you know you have to have insurance when you are a youtuber, like what you're looking at me like what? yeah, <laughs> um, no, like there's a whole um other world to it that I feel like a lot of these prankster people don't realize like you can get business insurance to protect you in situations like that, interesting,, mm-hmm, but you like actually have to pay that yearly and you like pay that um. Where, for instance, like if you do a prank with a video and a brand was shown in it and they didn't want to be in it, um, you can have that insurance to kind of help protect you if they were to come for you or blah, blah, blah. But like that just shows how much this world is a business, but not a lot of people know that. So it's so And I think prank people specifically. So we were getting business insurance for myself and Um, because I used to do pranks and stuff. So when the people were looking over it, they were asking extensive details about what kind of pranks I was doing. And I was like, oh no, it's just like me and my sister, like blah, blah, blah. They're like, okay, so you don't like go out in public and like prank strangers and da, 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 da. And I was like, no, no, no. And they're like, okay, um, then you qualify. But they were saying how like, we can't, like they were really picky about. Yeah. They don't want to be liable for something. Exactly. But it makes you realize how that's why the traditional media Anytime there's, like, a James Corden kind of show or whatever, you always see these PAs running around getting people to sign release forms. You know what I mean? Like, anytime I'm, like um – Car- not carpal karaoke the crosstalk one are they like pulpit yeah yeah right. they, anytime they show someone's face uncensored they have to have permission yeah. so it's just interesting seeing how youtube's different from that and it's just it's just weird
1: that's why a lot of people incorporate too though is if you were to face a lawsuit then they can sue your company and, and not, not you, you as an individual yes very interesting yes 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 what else has been going on in the world of social media i can't believe the jake Paul thing i, I thought it was well because the scottsdale thing didn't he do a prank acting like he had gotten arrested but it was he like there was news that he got arrested but it ended up being a prank
0: oh see i'm not sure i just remember him tr- saying that he wasn't looting and blah 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 and it was from the protest but then people mapped out how close the mall he was at in scottsdale was to the actual Um, protesting that was going on and they were miles and miles apart. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I know. It sucks because there's times where whenever I hear news like this, I'm like, no wonder people think YouTubers are just stupid and idiots. Oh, yeah. You know? So it kind of sucks sometimes. I'm like, dang, like not all of us are like that. But um, yeah, that's too bad. Also, Emma Chamberlain um, mentioning us in her video. Oh my God. Wait, (laughs) that was so funny. So I get a DM the other day from a fan and was like, hey, do you know that you're in Emma's new video. And I was like, in her video? Like, that's weird. Like, I know it's not. I was like, okay, wait, what? It's so not a collab. I go to her. Yeah, <laughs> clearly it wasn't a collab because <laughs> I was not aware. <laughs> um, so I go and watch her video and I'm skimming through. And then she did this video that was starting internet beef with youtubers and stuff and it was such a funny video but i'm watching and then lo and behold there is a pretty basic duo just kind of plopped in there i felt so honored i know what i i'm not sure why she picked us but also yeah i'm not gonna question it i was like i mean she's also the sweetest person ever we've met her a few times um i love her and yeah i just i felt honored to be in that in that category but i i will say she said we have our life together which i was like wow bitch like you think that yeah like i like i love that love me wrong bitch (laughs) Um, So that was exciting. Go watch your video. Honestly, it was like really funny.
1: It's funny because I literally watch every one of her videos to the full extent and I'm usually like right on when she uploads just because I'm like always refreshing my subscription feed and this is the one video that I happened to like not watch right when it came out of course and then I got a text from Alicia and she was like scroll to this time and thank me later and I watched it
0: and I screamed Taylor was also very excited it was was I "I love her yeah I love her um but yeah she also has a podcast go subscribe to it both of them have a podcast go subscribe to it subscribe
1: All right, so this week, in case you guys do not follow our Instagram, go follow the Pretty Basic Instagram. We sent out a little story and basically asked you guys to send in any sort of maybe like problems you're having, things that you need advice on, you know, with like boy drama, toxic friendships, we know school things, business questions, whatever you guys have that we can give you advice on, we'd love to share. So we picked a bunch of ones to reply to and we're going to get into them.
0: Yeah, so shout out to Ashley and Taryn's podcast, Unsolicited Advice. If you guys are not familiar with it or if you're just wanting a new podcast to listen to, definitely go um, listen to theirs. Basically, we're kind of mimicking their model. Every single week, they read each other letters um, and just give advice to fans and subscribers in any specific situation and it's so freaking funny um and crazy some of the stories that they get so we're doing something a little similar um don't worry we ain't coming for your brand um they do it much better but also i'm like so excited to do this because i feel like i'm living their life right now they get the best questions
1: in the best oh some device. of their stories
0: i'm like <laughs> holy shit this was not was this a movie like how how does that happen to someone? It
1: reminds me of like the Seventeen magazine, like at the end. Yes! Do you remember when they said, like,
0: I'm doing this,
1: like my boyfriend did this, and did it. Oh my god! god like- I would always
0: skip to the very end those like embarrassing stories, so because they're so juicy. And Can I was we like, do one oh of those too? Yeah. Okay.
1: Cool. Again, shout out U A. Okay, so first question is from Ashley Gomez. She said, "How the hell do you talk to a guy on a dating app? These boys are like talking to a wall. Send
0: help." All of which was in caps, so you know <laughs> she's struggling, Ashley. Well, girl, I feel you on this because <laughs> just yesterday we filmed a video where my roommates took over my dating apps, which is definitely up by the time you're listening to this. And Taryn gave me a full rundown of how to DM or talk to guys online. And apparently I wasn't I wasn't giving them enough. Apparently you have to make it obvious that you're like overly They're dumb. obvious. they You, you got to flirt really hard. I was like, oh, a winky face. And she's like, no, 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 you got to do way more than a winky face. And I was like, oh. Oh, really? Well, <laughs> she was like, never just say, hey, you have to make it... Per-. Like, they also are shy and nervous, and you kind of have to start the conversation more. Um, so she was like, for instance, look at their profile, and if they mention tacos, you can say something about that. Like, it can be... It doesn't have to be deep or anything, but just like, a, a hey, what's up? How's yeah. it going? Like, you have to give them more than that, which... Um,
1: I mean, yeah. I do agree. I used to do the um hey, what's up? Just copy paste to like yeah. every Oh my god, dude. I've done that so many times. And like
0: yeah, like like your response rate is like maybe like one in ten. And most people just say hey back. And it's like what's up? And nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, during a world pandemic and the world is crazy right now, you can't tell me nothing is up. Like there has to True. be some there has to be something going on. But maybe
1: tailor your starter line to like what like, so what's going on in the world? So, currently, right now, of course, we're in quarantine. So, like, maybe make it something cute Yeah, about like, that. how's your
0: quarantine going? Um, like,
1: go-to quarantine snack.
0: Go-to quarantine snack. That's, just, like that's what's, a solid one. Or, like, what's
1: the first thing you're going to do when you get out of quarantine? Yeah. That's a good one. That's a really
0: good one. Or, like,
1: best quarantine date or whatever you could do. Something yeah. Something like that. Um, Yeah, other than that, they're really boring to talk to. I understand. I think what I would do is... Something that, like pick a topic that's very vast that... Like he will have an opinion on, you know, whether it's like music or sports or something that mm. obviously you also have an interest in. Don't fake it, of course, but just find something, some sort of common ground, you know, books, TV shows, whatever, where you guys can talk and bounce back and forth and then kind of break the ice in that way and then get into more deep stuff after. Well,
0: even with Cal, I remember you saying you loved how his personality really showed through. Like you guys had a very similar personality, which is funny because you actually do in real life. So it's cool seeing how you were being yourself and then you are able to. Show that. Yeah. Online. God forbid you fake it and then you like end up meeting up with them and then you have to
1: like keep it up forever. Yeah. What if one day you're like,
0: what if one day fast forward, you're dating this dude for four years and then you finally open up to him and you're like, yeah, I actually hate sports (laughs) sports yeah. <laughs> no for real but then you've been I like a actually can't
1: you talk about books I actually can't read yeah I
0: actually am not a reader <laughs> I've never been skiing
1: <laughs> I feel like that's another movie thing that girls do yeah okay next question this is from Brittany Del Toro hi girls first I love you both so much you inspire with every upload post and episode I hope you guys see this I love you when you girls talked about toxic friendships relationships and toxicity in the workplace I was wondering if you have any advice when the toxic people are your family members mm. my family can be very critical and judgmental to the point where I have very low self-esteem and anxiety like I hear their voices in my head during my day-to-day things. Would love if you had any tips on this. Again, love you girls and all the sweet pups.
0: Aw, I think it's hard. I honestly have had a very supportive family with everything that I've done, even from dropping out of school, even to moving to LA. However, I always put a lot of pressure of what my parents thought of me on my shoulders when it – really was never, it was my doing for putting it on there so I can kind of relate to this question because there was a lot of times I was like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do this. Like, they'll think this about me or whatever. Um, And the biggest thing I can do is one of, something that I've learned that's helped me a lot is realizing like the best role model that I can be is someone who's true to myself because that was always something I really struggled with of That's looking great. like a good role model to my parents with this platform and blah 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 and the older that I get the, the more I realize the best thing I can do is be true to who I am and not hide any of that like The last thing I want to do is be a two faced bitch who's like acts one way with one person and then another way with a different person. So it was actually easier to kind of come to terms with the fact of even if they do have opinions of me that maybe make me nervous that it's okay because I'm confident in who I am and who I want to be. And I I trust that I'm making the right choices. And also when you get older, you come to this point where. You know, your parents' job was to help raise you and help guide you. But once you become an adult, like you are an adult and it's up to you to make those decisions. And I know that's very hard for parents to kind of let go of and for them to realize that I'm here to help you and guide you, but I'm not here to tell you what to do. Um, So, yeah, that was great. Thanks. (laughs) I think um,
1: for me, I definitely have had my fair share of you know, just like bumps in the journey of, you know, growing up and having parents that I love so, so much. But, you know, we butt heads. And I at one point there was a few family members that I definitely was just butting heads with and we couldn't really figure out a way to make it work and I had to kind of set step back and realize that at this point I was an adult and I was fully independent financially speaking I was living on my own and everything like that and I was just fully taking care of myself and honestly every time I talked to this family these family members they were just yeah making me feel very insecure and bringing me down and I just didn't appreciate it and I realized I didn't really necessarily need that so I had the, I had to have the talk with them kind of being like I love you I will always love you but at the same time I don't necessarily need to have you in my life like I would love to have you in my life but if you're going to make me feel bad about myself if you're not going to support me if you're not going to do this you're not going to do, going to do that I don't legally have to keep you in my life yeah I will always have love for you always 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 I'm so grateful to have you and I love you and I'm thankful for everything. But if I'm an adult. I can make these decisions for myself. I'm fully independent. So I have to keep in my life who is going to treat me properly. Yeah. And obviously, like since then, it's been great because I've been able to, honestly, after having that talk, it was kind of something we both needed. Yeah. But I think um, if you're going through these problems right now, I think depending again on your age and how independent you're able to be, um, you know, take that into account. And also I think something that really helped me too is realizing that as I've grown up, it just is more and more apparent
0: that my parents are just normal human beings. I was just about to say that. That is something that is weird as you grow up and you start to learn that and realizing that a lot of parents see their kids as a reflection of themselves. So if they, maybe they struggle with their ego or how people perceive them, if their kid is, you know, getting bad grades or doing a different career path than what's expected, a lot of parents struggle with that because it's their image on the line when actually, That's not the case at all, but realizing your parents are human and they struggle with things like that kind of help put it into perspective sometimes.
1: Totally. I remember reading a meme on Twitter that was like, (laughs) do any of you guys realize sometimes that maybe your parents are even more fucked up than you are? And like, but understandable, they've lived... A lot longer of life. Yeah. They've gone through a lot more and they've gone through ups and downs and they're their own people. They have their own insecurities. So that's kind of a way to help you understand them a little bit more. Um, reading from Brittany's question, it sounds, I don't know why, but I got the feeling that it was like, you know, you have like, you go to a family party and the aunts are like bitchy. I have so yeah. many bitchy aunts. Not my Lundy, if you're listening. Crazy I love you. relatives. But yeah, just like those crazy relatives who are just like, they say too much and they don't even realize they're being offensive and just like, take it with a grain of salt. That's how they are. It's not going to affect you in your like day to day life. Yeah, and I think like that's the, best the amount we of the can amount have. of
0: comments I used to get of like, oh, that's so cute, you're doing YouTube, uh-huh. and now <laughs> they all want to visit or they all want to like they all wanna want something from me, and I'm like, Shh, uh-huh. I remember.
1: Okay, next question from Keila. What a cute name. K-E-A-L-A. That's adorable. Oh god, I, love that. I love that. I dated this guy for a few months and then we broke up and I was like, it's okay. I'll just talk to more guys, but it's been like six months and I can never get past the quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> I can never get past the quote unquote talking stage. Do you guys have any tips on putting yourselves out there? Also, I love you guys and your podcast so much. Love you too, girly, and thank you.
0: Oh my god. I feel like that's something I struggle with of just I don't know, like going that next step and whether it's a friendship, relationship, whatever. um, And I will say still working on it, um, but definitely realizing that there's no wrong answer. Like don't only say things that you want someone to hear or what you think they want from you. Again, just being true to yourself kind of helps because... Then if you're buds, you're buds and maybe you're only meant to be friends, but then you'll have a great friendship if you're only thinking about it that way and not overthinking it. Like, holy shit, like we're going to get married and blah, blah, blah. And I need to act this way. And like you know what I mean? Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, we've all been there and the talking <laughs> stage. It just feels endless
1: and relentless. I think. I think if you give your all to someone and trust me I know how like exhausting (laughs) this can be and how draining and how it'll take a toll on you for a very long time but if you give your all to someone and like you really do put your effort in and you know maybe sometimes you give your your whole effort and they're not meeting you halfway so you kind of dial the effort down and down and down and down you know you can't You can't be mad at yourself because you really did give it your all. You did. So I think if you. And if they're not into it, then
0: they're just not into it. Then
1: that's their loss. I think if you give it your all and for six months you're still in the talking phase and that guy or girl, whoever doesn't want to meet you halfway or take the next step, then that's on them. Because you gave it your all. If you you make it very clear, like I want to be more and they just keep it in the talking stage, then you say,
0: thank you next. Also, something I'm very passionate about is girls, including me, like everyone does this. I feel like so many people go into any type of relationship like that and think, am I good enough for you? But it's like, let's turn the tables. Are they even good enough for you? Like, why are we being so like just wondering like, oh, do you like me? Do you like me? Opposed to like, wait, wait, do I even like, like think about it as you're <laughs> trying to get to know them. Like, wait, oh, I don't like that thing that you do. Or oh, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, completely. Girls specifically really struggle yeah. with it. I know guys do too, but um, it sucks seeing friends go through that where it's just like, oh, do I check their boxes? It's like, no, do they check your boxes? But that's all about your own Mm self-worth and confidence.
1: Because let me tell you, when I was going through it and I had (laughs) very little self-confidence, but I was like faking it to make it look as if I did, that's when I was getting hurt the most because I was putting all my self-worth into another person. So when they weren't you know, reciprocating, I was like, oh my God, am I not good enough? What am I doing wrong? When I really had to take a step back and I was like, I did give it my all. I am worth everything Mm -hmm. and they're not good enough for me. Mm -hmm. If they're not going to accept if, if they're not going to step up and take the next step with me or whatever or just appreciate that I am giving them my all and not give me anything back, then that's on
0: them. Also, I remember something that I told you that you always loved mm-hmm. and it was 99.9999999% of the time. It's not going to work out. Yeah. So to th- we're, we're freaking... People are are the opposite where you meet someone and instantly you say their last name thinking, Oh my God, that's going to be my last name. Like Me. we're going to get married Me. again. Girls tend to do it. Guys do too. But, um, it's so funny when you actually realize, wait, it's actually such a slim chance. This is actually going to work out. And from that percentage, 50% of people get divorced. Anyway, 60, 60%, 60% oh, of no, divorce. <laughs> <Fuck>. the <laughs> point being is just to not think about, the end all just like enjoy the journey you I know? get caught I will say that I get caught up in my head
1: about that even in a healthy relationship all the time I'm like oh my I'm God, like, yeah I'm oh, gonna get engaged when's this gonna happen when's that gonna happen and it's like calm slow down like I love Cal to death but like you know we could break up next week yeah. you really have no yeah. idea so stop stressing this is yes. me talking to myself okay next from Perla I love Perla love that name hi I've seen your stories and I want to ask a question how do you not stress out I've been stressful these days and it's really hard for me not to do
0: so mm. I mean I still struggle with this. <laughs> no, so that's too. why I'm like ooh, what me do we too. do it's been really hard for me because unfortunately I I thrive under being Stressed or pressured, mm. I swear I do better work that way, which is unhealthy and I've realized that, and I'm like, Alicia, you're probably gonna die of a heart attack. you need to figure something out. you know <laughs> like this isn't normal to feel stressed and anxious twenty four seven and like you need to breathe. so I think what something that's actually helped me, and it was a, like a um reverse psychology kind of thing that I did to myself. Is I've realized how much actually taking a break or going slow, definitely after I took a few weeks or months off of my channel and like took that break, I realized how when I do have like a Sunday to myself to do laundry and recharge, I actually work better. So instead of working aimlessly for hours and hours throughout the entire week, giving myself a little more of a structure that was less but more, I was like, it's easier to to work four hours hardcore in a day and then have the night free. And I actually get more done that way. So my work's better and I get to actually have a break opposed to, it's like when you write an essay and you're just sitting at your computer for 12 hours and you're like, if I only focus for two hours, I could have gotten this done completely. Yeah. And that personally helped me with a lot of my stress because I think a lot of my stress was just running all over the place, not having my life organized. Um, I don't know, putting a lot of my value and worth in my work. Um, and then actually for some actual tips, I think definitely working out for me has been a really good stress buster. That's an obvious one. Even Taryn gave me, this is a little more anxiety, but Taryn gave me some like little tools, um, even like an essential oil that's like helps you just de-stress, um, this little ring toy thing. I told her she should do a video on like a whole bunch of tools and stuff that really helps you kind of focus on what you're doing. It's like a little fidget kind of thing. Cute. Um, and that actually I've noticed really helped me like little things like that. I think.
1: Everybody handles stress differently. I I often just need to talk things out, whether it's to myself, to my dog, to my mom, to my friends. I'll just call, and I just need to like talk myself in circles until whatever I'm stressed about suddenly seems less stressful. Mm-hmm. Like something can feel catastrophic to me, and if I call Alicia, and like she, all she has to do is literally be quiet. Like she just <laughs> has to like let me like the, let the line go, and I'll talk myself into what's happening, talk about what's going on. And then as I'm speaking out loud, I realize more things that I'm feeling. And then you start laughing about it. Yeah. And you're like, 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 wait, this isn't even a big deal. Exactly. So I think kind of figure out whatever kind of works best for you like whether what it that is, outlet is yeah exactly whether it is working out whether it is talking. talking to a friend whether it is just going for a walk meditating whatever Journaling. yeah you, you have to try everything to figure out what helps you the best yeah and like for instance you know for me maybe a fidget tool won't work as well and maybe for alicia talking won't work as well it just depends on what works for you mm-hmm. and you got to test the waters till you figure out what it is Taylin. What great names everyone has. Okay. I'm moving out soon with my BFF and I'm so irrationally worried that she's going to get sick of me. I need words of affirmation. Alicia, I know you live with your best (laughs) friends,
0: so can you give some good advice? Love you both so much. Yes. I, I just talked about this in my last solo episode from last week. We actually had a room we've been having roomy meetings for the longest time but we had a very intentional one the other night um or other week and we all just sat in a circle Taryn even prayed before and was like hey I hope we have our hey hey God um um just to have our hearts open and not to be defensive and open to any criticism just where it's like a very safe place and it was nice having that time like we knew it was coming We're like hey Monday night we're gonna have like a roomy intentional meeting and it was cool because you go into it realizing that we're gonna say some things that like maybe you don't realize you're doing. And that was a huge thing. It was really cool going into it, realizing that there's probably little things that I'm doing that I have no idea is driving Ashley or Taryn or TK crazy. And I want to be aware of that because I love them. And even like our friendship, even having this podcast together, we've always made it very clear that if there's ever anything, even the tiniest little detail to bring it up, because those little details is what usually gets stuffed down. And then a huge eruption of feelings come out later and I think that's the biggest thing for instance I brought up that I hate when people say that there's no food because I'm the one who always orders the groceries, but no one speaks up about that. They want food. Got it. So like, no one tells me what to order, but then they'll be like, Oh, there's like nothing to eat. And I'm like, well then tell me what you want to eat. You Got know? It. Um, but, and then they, they all understood. They're like, Oh my God, I totally get that. I was like, I know it's so little, but like that kind of bothers me. It's just communication, just communicating. And, and yeah, and having those, like, whether it's once a month or once a week, you have those moments where it's like, Hey, can I do anything better to be a better roommate? And when you take that approach opposed to hey, you left the dishes in the sink. Like when Ashley does that, it makes me not want to do that even more. <laughs> yeah. But, but then even if there's a code word where if, if Ash was to be like, hey, like looks Oreos. at me. Oreos pickle pineapple whatever the word like, oh, is gotta do the dishes. yeah like do whatever it is you have to do just to like make the friendship good and usually that comes with fixing things before they're even a problem like preventing yeah um so yeah just be open and honest and don't be defensive if someone says like oh can you get your laundry like it's probably not the laundry that's bothering them maybe it's the 10th time you've done that you know totally totally great advice you're gonna be fine honestly I like believe in you guys (laughs) it really is just coming down to talking about
1: how you feel and not letting resentment build and that goes for literally anything in life okay next up this person has asked to remain anonymous so their question is how do you learn to love yourself enough that a boy's opinion doesn't define you anymore any advice would be helpful
0: this one's hard until you get it Yeah. Like I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, just believe, you know, because (laughs) it's one of those things that sometimes you have to go through heartbreak to realize that or you have to go through a friendship breakup or like whatever. Like that's just one of the beautiful things of life (laughs) is finding yourself. And I think I think I just wish if I could talk to my younger self, like even going through a breakup, that was really hard of just being like, Alicia, you're about to like find out who you are. And it's so exciting. And unfortunately the best growth comes with pain usually beforehand um so I think just realizing that you are yourself you are your own huge beautiful person and their opinions or anything of you doesn't matter so even if they don't like you it's it doesn't matter like you are worthy enough without those expectations or those um you know, you, uh, yeah, you're it just, it's that self-confidence thing again. Yeah. I
1: think, um, I mean, I talked about this earlier, but this is what really helped me throughout the situation was recognizing that I did everything that I could mm-hmm. and giving it my full effort, which again, in the end, if it doesn't work out, then it hurts 50 times more because you really did give it your all. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was able to really talk to myself and be like, they didn't, If that wasn't quote unquote enough for them, it's more that they couldn't even, they couldn't measure up to that. Yeah,
0: it's that, and that, like, that not being enough for them. Like, also, you never know what someone else is going through. Like, you assume they're ready to be, like, married when maybe they're really just trying to find themselves too. It's like, you always, always put someone else on a pedestal in your mind. Most of the time... I mean, most of the time I feel like I'll like someone and then when I actually get to know them, I'm not interested whatsoever. It's just you have this fairy tale idea of like who someone is and yeah, realizing that you are enough on your own as a person is usually what has helped me kind of with that stuff. Yeah, I think when I when
1: I went through some heartbreak, I was doing everything in hopes that they would see and come back. And
0: one day have a light bulb like, wow, you're yeah, great. Like, when wow. it's like, no, you
1: should know I'm great from the beginning. Exactly. So like, I I don't know. And I like, I have to probably talk about this in therapy. But it was like, <laughs> I would literally like work out, like eat super healthy, post all these like thirst trappy things on Instagram in hopes that they would be like, oh, damn, like she looks good. I'm missing out like We've coming all back. We've done that. Which, yeah, it's no, okay. it's, it's so normal. <laughs> but at the same time very unhealthy and I think once it finally clicked in my head for me because I like you know I was taking care of myself I was being healthy I was just doing everything for this guy once it finally clicked like fuck this guy he didn't deserve this from the start Mm -mm. then I was able to do all these things and take care of myself for me which was the ultimate like self-care ultimate self-respect to myself I'm
0: just gonna say it if you are driving to his house all the time and he never comes to see you (laughs) It ain't it. It ain't it. <laughs> he, he ain't shit.
1: He ain't shit. Yeah, I think I mean this is obviously something that we Get all Get an Uber with. pool. <laughs> But the traffic, though, the tra- I can't. I hope one day we can do a whole episode. Oh, I devoted. will <laughs> that bitch. But I think, yeah, I'm sorry if we're talking in circles, but it, it, it really is just even if something starts out as being toxic, like for me, first of all, the guy was toxic. Then what I was doing after was toxic to myself. But I love that it turned into a beautiful thing. And I was able to find myself and realize my self-worth through that. And it's it sucked in the moment, and it was awful and really hard to get through, but I ended up coming out on top, and I'm so happy that it didn't work out, and it took me all this time to figure that out, but yes. Well, how do I get more motivation to work out and eat healthy? I was doing fine at the beginning half of quarantine, but now I am not doing fine.
0: You know what's funny, though? I think everyone's not doing fine, even... <laughs> Even, I mean, in many different ways, <laughs> I'll preface that. Um, but no, normally I would say I'm extremely on my meals, extremely on my fitness. And lately I've even just been feeling unmotivated. And I think a huge motivation for me before COVID and everything was trips that I would go on. And here I am thinking, okay, what's the, what's the point yeah. of running every single day? If like, you know, which I I mean, you, that shouldn't be always your goal of just to like look good for, you know, a trip, but that does bring motivation in most people's situations. So I think just realizing that in the end, our bodies, even though COVID is not so new to us anymore, our bodies are still reacting to a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. And even all the stress with politics going on right now and all the protesting, all of the crazy news we're reading, like everyone's bodies is so stressed right now, even if you don't think you are. So I think just being gentle with yourself and realizing, okay, if even if I only get a 10 minute walk in today, that's good enough. And that's been something that's been really hard for me. Cause normally I'd be like, that's not good. Like today, this is like, normally I always do a full hour and I only had time for like 45 minutes. And pre COVID, I would be like, this isn't good enough. Da, 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 and like make it so crazy. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. This is okay. Um, I know that's more on the extreme, but at the same time, I think it's just realizing we're all going through it. Um, and little wins are still so good. If it's even if you just go outside, like there's days I'm like, did I even go outside? Yeah.
1: Just moving, just moving, <laughs> getting
0: some vitamin D. Um, And then, yeah, I think also another whole thing is just having accountability. So if you are wanting to get back into it, like it's been so nice having a household where we all will ask each other if we want to go on a walk or making meals is easier when you have friends with you or family saying, oh, like what's for dinner? Let's have salad and chicken. And you don't have an option to postmate something or whatever. So um, whether you have a buddy or something, I'm actually uploading a um, a fitness routine video in like two weeks or something. So look out for that.
1: That was great. I'm not going to give any advice because I have no advice in this situation because I'm also struggling. No,
0: but that's the point. <laughs> like we are all struggling Sorry if feet bother you. My feet are kind of No, I'm
1: totally fine. (laughs) Okay. Do you find friendship breakups harder than relationship ones? Did you ever have a realization when you and your close friend, like, would have been your bridesmaid, were fighting that the friendship wasn't worth it anymore? Is she new to the... I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm sorry. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I
0: mean, we've done lots of episodes on this.
1: Yeah. I think, um, short answer, Yes. Long answer. Um,
0: Check out our episode number 15. I mean, I'm
1: friendship break- <laughs> breakups are much harder than relationship ones, at least yes, for us. Yes, at least for me. I think, again, I've, I've mentioned the bridesmaid thing so many times in the way where it's like it feels like it's for life and in the way like you said 99.99% of the time it doesn't work out with a relationship, relationship um r- romantic relationship but that's even but like also
0: not the same statistics happen with a friendship but like it is but still yes. high and, but it's a stigma that you don't lose friends and if you lose friends it's bad it's but if you fault. lose a boyfriend it's like good I also will say there was this one friend who we grew up with who was like a sister to me and we always talked about weddings and I went to her wedding and it was so weird just being a guest and that was kind of the end of when we were even we were friendly by then our families just kind of had a a blow up kind of like our both of our families were extremely close and it was so crazy like being at the wedding and not even knowing some of her bridesmaids and like not you know what I mean it was crazy Um, and I think that's also just part of life and I think it's very cliche when you hear people say that people come into your life for a season and sometimes they just help you learn something or teach you something and you grow. And it's so hard coming to those terms. But I actually do think that, yeah, it, it does suck. But I will say it definitely hurts more than a relationship breakup.
1: Yeah. I think, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago where I had the same thing where I was holding on to a friendship and I kept like thinking about what well, we said. We'd be in each other's weddings and we said our kids would be friends mm-hmm. and they'd get married. And, uh, and I had that realization. I'm sure she had that realization about me too where we just realized we were fighting so much. There were We were always constantly walking on eggshells to the point where having each other in each other's weddings was far, far, far less important than just taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And I honestly would have i'm so happy that we are both doing our own things and hopefully we're both happy on our own and we didn't have to endure that pain for the next 10 years of our lives just to have each other be up there at our altar and honestly had we been there i'm sure the eggshells would have continued i'm sure there would have been more resentment over the years so it's better to just cut it short and appreciate what you've learned and appreciate the good times that you've had together rather than cling on to something that's so unhealthy This is from Annalise. Okay. Hey, guys. Love the pod. I was just wondering if you had advice on dealing with people who don't take you seriously in the workplace for being a woman.
0: Ooh. That's
1: good. I'm so sick of all (laughs) that. Cue Taylor Swift, the man. I will say, I don't think that we we obviously have never faced it as much as Mm -hmm. some women have, especially being not as much of a business setting but mm-hmm. we are able to create our teams we're able to work from home and also things like I think that. we've
0: gotten a lot more respect just because we do have followings where in a lot of like some of the meetings I took earlier in my career they were definitely different than the meetings I take now granted I've grown as a businesswoman and I carry myself better however at the time people just assumed I didn't know anything and I was stupid totally and now obviously having a platform, it, lo- it looks like that kind of could speak for itself. And yeah, I agree. There's a lot of people who are in that situation and they're at the bottom of, you know, the work chain and they're not getting promotions that they should. I think, I mean, the thing that gets me whenever I have to have a fake it or make it mentality, the thing that helps me the most in those situations is digging into my strengths. If I feel, if I'm going into a meeting and I'm really nervous a lot of times I'll sit back and I, I'm i like, OK, Alicia, I know I am super driven. I know when I really want something, I get it. And like hyping yourself up with what you know about yourself to be true and then you're going to carry yourself better. And I think just that confidence does come with time. But also, um, I don't know. I think women are just like badass bitches and there's something like like the, luckily now there are so many more business women who are really doing shit like even the fact that i forget her name but ariana grande that director who did thank you next and lux davis literally like someone like there's so many podcasts out there there's so much um resources and tools of hearing other boss ass bitches out there and i think one so thankful for that but then two like definitely find someone who you vibe with who inspires you and maybe they're in a completely different field but hearing their story of how they did work from literally a personal assistant or even just the in the mail room of something and now they're a huge agent or anything like that. Um and also I mean women have such different strengths and qualities than men and I think if I was to be put next to a guy and he was putting me down, I would sit there and think, "Okay, what do I have over you?" I can fucking multitask like you know, like I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Like I know how to like, connect with people. So use your networking skills to your advantage. Like, don't even try to overcompensate because I think a lot of people try so hard to prove, like, I'm good enough. But at the same time, it's, like, owning your differences and seeing how you're different from the guy next to you and using those to your advantages like no fucking other. And, like, sometimes just being... Just, like, putting your head down and working, like, speaks more than trying to, like, outshine. And it it's just so op. Does that make sense? No, yeah. You're popping off. I'm just letting you go. <laughs> She's got I'm just, it. I'm really trying to picture us in more of a traditional work setting because I agree it is very different with what we do. Um, But I, I do think there is something to the fake it or make it. But I do think more than anything, anytime someone tries to overcompensate for something, it screams... That that's what they're doing and it's like not attractive. It's just, it. it's so apparent and they don't realize how apparent yes. it is. So yeah. I think that's more cringy in a work setting when someone's trying to prove they're the best and it's like, dude, just stop trying so just hard. Just pity. So pity I the think fool. like I'm, I'm just a big fan of like more of the silent, I know myself and I would not be the person to be like, I demand a raise or something like that. But I think I would let my work show for itself because that's something I'm personally Um, confident in so I think find your confidences and your work and what you're doing and um, yeah that's what I would say great I'm not gonna answer that because she hit everything (laughs) I tried
1: okay next up last couple questions can I get some finance advice how do you create a budget I'm kind of nervous moving into my first apartment oh bitch she's gonna pop off
0: again everyone (laughs) um definitely this is something that I didn't realize was like a thing um budgeting always came kind of simple to me I've always liked it I don't know why I'm kind of weird but definitely find someone Um, I'm a big fan of Dave Ramsey he's um a financial advisor and he is actually pretty pretty big on social media he does some really I like him because he's in the middle of conservative and liberal with the money sense you know what I mean like he he's all for saving money. Like we're more conservatives like saving money, but then he's also tells you to like, no, it's actually good to spend your money too. And not just hoard all your money in a savings account. Um, definitely. So for me, I actually base a lot of my finances off of percentages. So in the beginning I always give 10% and just donate that. And then, um, then from there I kind of or tithe or whatever you want to call it. And then, after that, we kind of go into things. So I always save at least 10%. I think your savings is the number one thing you have to actually focus on. I have so many friends who are just ranking up credit card debt and they don't understand how that's the actual worst thing you can do. There is interest that comes with that. Um, even my friends who have, like they're paying off their student loans, right? Like when they have interest involved, they've been, they should have had it paid off by now, but they literally have yep. made a dent, in, not even a dent in their loans because of all the interest. And I think, um, like definitely focusing on saving, try your hardest to not be in debt. Even if your friends are like, Hey, like come over. We're all going to go out, blah, blah, blah. Can you afford that? Can you actually afford to go to the restaurant they want to go to? Yes. You're going to have FOMO. It's fine to go and get water. It's fine for you to say, Hey, can we actually try to go somewhere a little more in my budget? I can't afford a $200 steak. I've had a lot of friends who I can tell they really are struggling with wanting and having FOMO with hanging out with their friends but then they don't have the money to kind of participate and that's I think for me personally it's like uh, that's not even a I don't know even this quarantine has made me realize like why are we like why don't we pregame more at the house it's way cheaper than buying you know $20 drinks out and about or why are we getting um I don't know little things like that I think quarantine has made me realize how spending money is actually like or how not wise I was spending some money before. Um, but going back to kind of like your budget and everything. I think also giving yourself um, what I call like a miscellaneous fund. That is literally just spending money. Yeah. Like every single month I have a budget that's like, Hey Alicia, spend this on whatever you want. And that helps me because it's in my percentage and I'm not going above it. But what it does is it avoids you diving into your savings. So once I have that hundred dollars, that's miscellaneous, that's for movies, that's for eating out, that's for whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, once that's gone, it's gone, but it kind of like gives you freedom. It's the best analogy I can give it to is even fitness if you are restricting yourself so much, you're eventually going to give into all the desserts binge, have whatever. Um, and then you're going to like hate that afterwards. And the same thing with money, you kind of have to give yourself a little bit of spending money because that's part of life. It's going out to lunch. It's going to the movies, even though right now COVID or maybe it's (laughs) your Netflix account, whatever. Um, so I think the biggest thing is savings, no debt. Um, and another thing of, sorry, You're another thing of going into your first apartment, I really regret trying to furnish this whole thing at once because I ended up not liking half the furniture. And I think it's fine to take your time and make some like free, like DIY cute decor that way. Find things that like the new, like trend, the TikTok light trends, those are so inexpensive, but it makes your room look so dope. So I think just kind of going slow and realizing that, um, yeah, like, yeah. (laughs) No, I
1: agree. I agree with everything. I have the same sort of percentage breakdown as well with like the fund money. You've got money, of course, for savings. You've got money for taxes. Also, it's so important to invest, whether that is in stocks. If you get to that point where you want to invest in stocks, you've got Roth IRAs, you've got 401ks, like everything like that. Obviously, that just is further down the line. Um, But just again budgeting and I, the percentage thing I totally agree with um regarding first apartments, I think also just being aware of how much money you can save yourself in the end like it's so great when you move out of a place and you get like you know, 90% of your security to deposit back yep. because you were smart about it. So honestly, right now I see so many TikToks that are like, this is how I hang picture frames to avoid any sort of like nails on the wall yeah. and like these and like anywhere where you can save yourself money in the long run. There's literally nothing better than getting back a huge check for your deposit. Um, and I think just being smart in that way. And um, I think the fun fund is very, very, very mm-hmm. important. Okay, guys, last question. This is from Janine. She said, hi, I don't know if you'll answer this. It has nothing to do with boys or friends, but I need advice on how to know if you should follow your passion or your dream, even if you don't know it will succeed, or you should just go with something practical and do something that you will for sure get money from. Also, I love your podcast. Love you guys. I hope this gets answered. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you.
0: You too, Janine. I... I mean, I'm a big fan of just going after your heart and what you think. I think also now more than ever, it's very clear that you don't have to be a quote doctor or lawyer or dentist to be successful. The traditional, I think a lot of our parents' generation, um, I think our parents' generation definitely, you know, what you did was you went to school, you became a doctor, you paid off the bills, but if your heart is not in something like especially now during this pandemic, I think it is very clear the nurses who have a heart for helping people versus the people who went into this job for money. Mm. Because I have a friend who's a nurse, and I cannot tell you she's the best person to be on the field right now because she all she wants is to help. Even my friend's mom, um, she is a doctor. Long story short, um, pretty much retired. Ended up coming back to help during everything, to be on the oh. front line because that's her passion like sweet she lady. but she knew she was like I cannot sit back and not help this because it's this is what I was called to do and I think that's what's so special and obviously yes doctors are paid very well but think of all the schooling and even just the the money and schooling that go into that it's not just like you get so much money off the bat like if you're just following money you will never be happy you will never be satisfied or fulfilled and um there are still clearly jobs like YouTubers or even um, teaching you have to be the same way. Like your heart has to be in it. Like that's the only thing that's going to get you through those hard times. Um, And yeah, even there's artists, musicians, like it's not that there's, I think there used to be more of a stereotype around what secure jobs are. We're now obviously during this pandemic too, we've learned nothing is secure, you know? So I think just definitely going after what you want. And most people change their major career many times anyway. So it's okay. Like don't feel like you're behind because of that.
1: I think um, take a really good hard look at yourself and figure out what kind of lifestyle that you live now and what kind of budgeting and what essentially what salary do you need to keep that going if you like it or if you want to change it in any way, shape or form. Figure out what you need to do, how much money you need to make to live comfortably and live a happy life in that sense. You know, where you want to live um, what kind of apartment or house or whatever you want to live in, what foods you like to eat, things like that. Like be very real with yourself because if you lie to yourself, then, then it's just going to set you up for failure. Mm -hmm. And if you are able to, you know, run, make a business out of yourself with something that you truly love and you're able to make that sort of money by doing that right now, perfect. Keep doing that. You're going to have a great time, but I also think have a bit of a safety net. Like if you want to make, socks, I don't know, you love making socks, um, but you're just starting out right now, but you also do have rent and, you know, things you need to take care of, whether you have kids or whether you just need to take care of yourself, then I think that you do need to have that safety net of like, okay, I love making socks. I'm going to do it on the side, but also you know, just in case my sock making doesn't take off immediately, Mm -hmm. I need to be able to pay my bills. So whether that is getting another part-time job or going to school, whatever it is that you need to do, you just have to be real with yourself. And I hope of course that it works out in your favor, but you
0: just definitely always want a safety net. Also, I've known actually a lot of people who think they want, like let's say they love music. They think that's the career they want. And then they quickly realize that they actually lost their passion for it. So they like keeping it a hobby. So I think that's also something to take into consideration um you know for me I've always loved music I grew up playing it but I knew I don't know I I, at first I thought I wanted to go to like get my master's and whatever you know and and be
1: a rock star be a rock star (laughs) whatever it
0: was but quickly I realized oh you know actually I I do like playing but that's not what I want my career to be and I think it's very fine to have a more normal job and then have your passion and hobby on the side too i agree wow this was a nice episode i hope that you guys enjoyed it i hope that you got some advice um take it or leave it (laughs) that's that's all i'm gonna say i'm like take it or leave it (laughs) um and definitely send in questions for the next time that we do this because um yeah and feel free to send in letters and everything too
1: yeah be sure to keep on listening to us rate comment and subscribe it's pretty basic Uh, Be sure to check out our YouTube channel. We're going to come back with videos very soon. Keep listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening to your podcast. And we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.
0: Love you. Bye.